Algar Productions. A stifling 97 degrees Fahrenheit in Fort Burr this afternoon, now officially making the summer of 1967 the hottest we have on record. The unrelenting heat wave is believed in Vietnam today, escalating military actions to unprecedented levels. Enraged student groups took to the streets to protest. Increase in criminal activity, particularly from the city's rather sizable supercriminal population. Tragedy came to the largely simian-populated Fort Burr suburb of Gorillopolis this morning as a conflict between three armed supervillains escalated. <laughs> have to remember, not only is Fort Burr the so-called city of a thousand supervillains... Has anyone actually counted them all? But people also call it the city that never wakes up. And with good reason. Since perpetual night blanketed the city three years ago, the sun has literally never risen within city limits. Hey, yeah. What caused that, anyway? Attacked by lava monsters from the center of the Earth. Fell into a vat of toxic chemicals. Gained superhuman abilities from an extraterrestrial artifact and immediately began threatening the general populace. We're all transformed into infants. He calls himself Big Business. A decade ago, at the height of the post-war economic boom, he was a powerful corporate executive. Now, he's 50 feet tall and terrorizing downtown Fort Burr. But to what end? What does this anatomically improbable behemoth hope to accomplish with this rampage? If you're asking those questions, you're probably a tourist here. Because for most residents of this major metropolis, this sort of thing has been the norm for as long as anyone can remember. Only now... Now, the city has a self-proclaimed protector, a super-powered civilian who has sworn to use his abilities to, get this, protect people instead of threaten them for personal gain. His name is Penrose Lawson, Penny to his friends, and we've got the first exclusive interview with him since he began crime-fighting in Fort Burr three and a half months ago. Hi, champs. Sorry for the delay. Punctuality is an important virtue that should be respected by everyone, and I am no exception. Penny, can I call you Penny? I don't see why not, champs. You are, after all, the most trusted man in America, which makes you my good friend. Well, uh, second most. Thanks a heap, Cronkite. I guess my first question would be, why can I call you Penny? You seem entirely unconcerned about protecting your identity. Well, champs... While I'm not doing this for recognition or attention, I definitely don't want to give the impression that I have something to hide. Justice should never be dispensed from the shadows, though there are certainly plenty of those in this city. When you began this, uh, let's call it a, a crusade, many questioned, well, to be frank, who asked you to help? You're not a deputized officer of the law, and you certainly took an unconventional path in this city, where superhuman abilities generally mean more troubles with law enforcement and the general population, not less. Wouldn't it be fewer? <laughs> what are you, a copy editor? Uh, well, I almost was. This is, interestingly enough, a good place to begin my story. It was, I guess, about two years ago now. I was fresh out of college, and I'd come to Fort Burr for the first time in my life for a job interview at the old Morning Journal newspaper. Mr. Lawson, or do you prefer Penrose? Penny, actually, sir. And you're Mr. Weiss? Herbert, please. Mr. Weiss is my father. And it's also his father. 
and they both work here, so that can get pretty confusing. Uh, come in. I'm excited to talk to you. Have a seat. So, Penny, what uh, brings you here? I'm here for the job interview, sir. Surely you... No, I mean here, to the city of a thousand supervillains. I... Okay, uh, I have every intention of answering that, but may I counter with a couple questions of my own? By all means. First of all, are there really a thousand supervillains? I mean, has anyone actually counted? <laughs> you know, we did actually do that one time in a weekend supplement. Our count was somewhere in the high 800s, I believe. Publicly accounted for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what, if I may ask, qualifies a supervillain? You mean as opposed to just a standard-issue villain? Right, exactly. Uh, well, well, I think it's... You know how there are fashion models, but then there's Twiggy? No, no. Oh, come on now. It's 1965. That's a timely reference. Sorry, sir. I'm not, uh, I'm not as pop culture savvy as I might be. I see. And what, uh... Are you into, exactly? Into? Sir? What are your interests? What do you do for fun? Well, sir, I find that interests are overrated, frankly. And as to your original question, I went to school for journalism. Journalists should be where the news is. And events in Fort Burr seem like the most... Interesting? If you must, sir. Well, now I won't deny that we see our share of excitement around here. I just don't want you getting the idea that it's all- Gosh! Well, that just makes me look like a liar. <laughs> Speaking. I'm gonna tell you what about us! Tell her what about us, exactly? I'm sorry, I don't think I've had the pleasure. It turned out that Mr. Weiss, uh, Herbert, really wasn't involved with a woman who called herself the homewrecker, just like he said, but uh, such concerns were irrelevant to her. I feel like we've covered this. Unfortunately, that encounter destroyed the headquarters of the Morning Journal. And I guess its parent company was considering closing it anyway, so that made the decision a lot easier for them. So I tried to regroup, look at my other employment options, and took a job in retail in the meantime. The uh, meantime ended up being about 18 months, but then one day I found myself in the vicinity of the Napoleon Complex. You know, as long as I've been in this city, I'm still impressed by something as simple as a 400-story building. Anyway, I found myself caught in the crossfire of a fight between two supervillains. One of them was definitely Smart Alec. The hyper-intelligent child prodigy. The same. And the other one, I think he may have been antimatter, or maybe it was dark matter. I always confuse those two. <laughs> Actually, the former became the latter when he absorbed something called the nefarious force. Right, right. So they were both shooting at each other with whatever it is they shoot at each other with, rays of some kind. It's always rays. And I'm standing in front of a coffee shop when a stray blast catches me. I lost consciousness, and when I came to, I was nowhere. Nowhere. I mean, obviously I was somewhere. Everyone is somewhere. But I haven't come up with a better way to describe it. There was, there was no light. But there was also no darkness, and no way to find true north. It's like everything was see-through, only there was nothing to see on the other side, if that makes sense. Not even a little bit. So there I was, or wasn't. What is this place? You are now in my domain. I am the living embodiment of caffeination. Mine is the power frantic. So you're some kind of 
mystical force? Wherever human belief in a fundamental concept is strong enough, an elemental force such as myself comes into being. I, I guess that makes sense for stuff like earth, air, fire, but caffeination? Do not be so quick to dismiss my significance to human history. Wherever great societies have thrived, I have been there. Is this a joke? This is a joke, right? Centuries before Europe emerged from the Dark Ages, the nation of China flourished in a thousand highly advanced technological and philosophical ways because they had something the rest of the world did not at that point. Tea. Uh... And in the Middle East, the fundamental concepts of higher mathematics were being created by people with regular access to coffee. Are you serious? Extremely. These beverages made their way to Europe just prior to what would become known as the Renaissance. Do you dismiss this as a mere coincidence? Well... I mean, correlation does not imply causation. Who's implying? I'm telling you. On an atomic level, the complex caffeine molecule fits perfectly into the equally complex molecules of the human nervous system. I have improved your species in myriad ways that you could not possibly comprehend without caffeine. All right, you've sold me. I'll take it. I wasn't actually trying to sell you anything. Oh, so can you send me home? Or... Though, actually, I am a bit disheartened to discover that humanity is not aware of my influence over them. It's... it's just, uh, I'm looking for a, a job, and... How would you like to be my herald? Your what now? My earthly representative, spreading the good word to your people. In exchange, I would endow you with fantastic powers of caffeination, unlocking human potential that remains untapped in all but your most extraordinary citizens. Flight. Telekinesis. Whoa. Would I ever... Sleep? Oh, you're humans and you need to sleep. Yes, fine. I'll throw in the ability to switch off your extraordinary abilities at will. And, like, what do I have to do in return? Just, you know, talk me up a bit to other humans. Tell them how great I am. Maybe mention that thing about the Renaissance. Yeah. Okay. I, I could do that. So, it turns out officially, according to the law, if you receive superpowers, you're supposed to report them to the special branch of the government. You are. Apparently. There's a whole sub-department dedicated to registering and maintaining records of folks with superpowers. Uh, hi. My name's Penny Lawson. Is this... What's that? Speak up, lad. If you're looking for the Ministry of the Unconventional for Canada and the United States, you've come to the right place. M-U-C? Yes, yes, it's a terrible acronym. We've heard it all before. Now, what can we do for you? Cryptids in your basement? Ghostums in your den? I've, uh... Well, I've recently acquired certain abilities, and, uh... And you actually came to us. Well, yeah, sir. As soon as I returned to this plane of existence, I rushed to City Hall and read up on the laws, and sure enough, the law clearly states... I know bloody well what the law states. I helped get that law passed. But in all the years it's been in effect, not a single person has bothered to obey it. They're all keen to run about robbing banks, turning into tigers, and terrorizing displays of giant novelty props. Agent Bevilacqua, your services are required. They are? I mean, they are, Colonel, sir? At ease, Agent, they are indeed. It would seem that this lad... Penny. Don't care. It seems he's received superhuman powers of some kind. See that he's sorted out, won't you? I will, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes. Now I'm off to see what fresh disaster my pathetic excuse for an adopted son has created in my absence. My exploits here have shown me a universe beyond what we can possibly comprehend. And that lad manages to disappoint me in ways beyond even that. Good luck to you. Well, he's very, uh... Intense. I know. Isn't he great? He's like a father to me. Well, to all of us, really, except, ironically enough, that boy he adopted. Sorry, am I babbling? I feel like I'm probably babbling. Babbling Brooke. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh... Because my name is Brooke. You see? 
Agent Brooke Bevilacqua, de facto head of the Superhuman Intelligence Team. That acronym is even worse than the other one. Look, I only just graduated from cadet to full agent last year. I'm not exactly in the position to go around changing acronyms. I'm not even sure the colonel can do that. He's awfully sick of the jokes, so I think if he could, he would. That doesn't really seem... Anyway, who cares what we're called? I get to work with super science and magic, which is really just a form of super, super science. Am I babbling again? A a little. Sorry. I'm just so excited to finally have something to do here. I've had this job for months, and nobody's ever actually come in and reported their superpowers. You did say you had superpowers, right? I did. I, I do. I do. I do have superpowers. That's so cool! I mean... Very good, citizen. Let's start with a few questions. Sure, yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) Okay, right. So, tell me about your powers. Well, I've been imbued by a mystical caffeine force with optimal abilities. You know how humans only use 10% of their brain? Actually, that's a myth. Oh, is it? Darn, I I thought I'd found an easy way to describe what's happened to me. This is so cool. Have I mentioned how cool this is? I think you may have. Well, it is so cool. I am legally required to inform you that using your abilities in the commission of even the most minor felony is itself a separate and much more serious charge. You're telling me it's illegal to break the law? No offense, ma'am, but I kind of already knew that. Obviously it's illegal to break the law, but it's super illegal to use your powers to break the law, even though everyone does it. Nobody ever uses them to help people? What? Oh, God, no. I don't even think there's a word for that. Huh. I just think if you had the means to assist people, you could use those means in any way you possibly could. Are you for real? Like, you're not a clone or a robot duplicate or a time-displaced despot seeking to... Gosh, I I think I'm real. I hope I am. Great. Next, we need to take you to our scanning equipment and get an idea of the precise nature of your superhuman abilities. Okay. Then what? Then you go about your business, I suppose. As long as that business isn't robbing banks or... Giant novelty props, right? I got it. I promise, it's not. There is a gentleman down in the garment district, specializes in costuming for people like you. Costuming? But but I told you, I'm not going to rob. I know, I know. But even if you're just going back to your normal life, a costume is just the next logical step after getting powers. Besides, capes and tights are keen. Well, I guess I'm going to have to defer to your superior knowledge and experience. You're the government expert. I am, aren't I? Sure enough, there's an establishment in the garment district run by an apparently well-known, well-known in certain circles anyway, specialty tailor. A criminal. Not technically. He provides what he calls sartorial support for the supervillainati. What does that even mean? This was my first question to him. Supervillainati? What does that even mean? Listen, it was clear to me when you crossed my threshold that you have zero sense of style, kid. I mean, solid colors is 1967, for the elder god's sake. Humans have discovered checks, plaids, floral prints, and, in some extreme cases, deft combinations thereof. That really doesn't answer my... Here, I I want you to try this on. And this, and this... Uh, this one with this, but definitely not these two together. Got it? I guess, but what... Do you have it? Yes, sir. Good. Into the changing room with you, then. Can't abide lawlessness in my shop, even if it's petty and decent exposure. Extremely petty in your case. So, you've been in this game for a while. Since before your son burned hot in space. Well, that doesn't seem very likely. Absolutely no style. Maybe you could tell me, then, um, with all the weird stuff that's happening to people in this city for decades now, has anyone ever thought to use their powers to do, uh, you know, good? What do you think? Uh, no. Next. 
good, huh? Uh, well, let's see. There was the crotch, of course, back in the 30s. The costume vigilante who summons ghosts to terrorize poor people? Well, from his perspective, he was protecting the rich. It's all about perspective. I also heard a story about some poor delivery schlub over at the Brain Hotel who stopped a supervillain plot. Really? Yeah, during a supervillain convention. A raindrop in the ocean, as they say. Oh. That one's a little better, I guess. Turn around? Oh, God, no. Never mind. Try again. It's just... I grew up listening to the adventures of Slap Strongarm. Do you remember Slap Strongarm? I wish I didn't. Oh, he always did the right thing. The virtuous thing. Why can't other people do that? Because he was a fictional character. But... Why do people have If you're to asking me why people do bad things, I think that might be a little above my pay grade as a, you know, tailor. But if you want my educated opinion... Yeah, please. People are selfish. They usually don't break the law or hurt other people to get what they want because they don't think they can get away with it. That's an awfully cynical way of looking at things. It's a realistic way of looking at things. The truth of the matter is, with great power comes whatever the hell you want. Well, that's the horrible outfit you came in wearing. I know. I think I'm done here. You sure you want to go out there like that? Yeah, I am. I'm not going to hide my identity. And I'm not going to hurt people to get what I want. In fact, I intend to do the exact opposite. I'm going to help people to get what I want. Which is help people. Good day, sir. So that more or less brings us to the present, champs. I did my first patrol that night, stopped a giant robot from stealing all the fish in the harbor, and I haven't regretted my choice for a second. Even when the police have openly criticized your circumvention of the criminal justice system? Even then. But surely you know that just, for instance, dropping off alleged perpetrators on the steps of the police precinct with a note attached is not only illegal, but it's not actually admissible in court. And more often than not, these people are released back into the population almost immediately. I won't deny that the law has a bit of catching up to do. People aren't used to this sort of thing. But as a concerned citizen, when I see something wrong, I feel that it's my duty to do something about it. So you still maintain that fighting crime is the best use of these abilities of yours? Well, champs, I don't know if it's the best use, but I do know that it's the right thing to do. Sorry to cut this short, but it would appear that I'm needed. Penny, thanks for your time. Anytime, champs! Oh, and uh... Drink coffee, I guess. Penny Lawson prevented the supervillain known as Mon O from draining all visible color from the city, but not without a price to his own personal. Let's see it. Lawson seemed to ignore known aquatic-based criminal hydrox in favor of a seemingly smaller threat across town, leading experts to wonder how does our self-proclaimed protector prioritize his actions and to whom, if anyone, is he held accountable? Heatwave enters its ninth brutal week with no signs of letting up anytime soon. Apprehended the would-be burglars, but the priceless relic they came for remains unaccounted for. Flew off before police could question him about the missing. Can't be little doubt that our city's hero has taken to, well, I won't say brutalizing criminals, but certainly the soft touch that defined him in his earliest days has been abandoned. 
Can there be some pattern to Penny Lawson's increasingly erratic crime fighting? Our panel of experts. Viewers may recall my exclusive interview with Penny Lawson some six weeks ago. I recently spoke with him again in hopes of getting him to address the growing perception that he's lost sight of what he once referred to as the right thing. Lawson declined to comment on the record. He was certainly, in the opinion of this reporter, visibly less well-rested than he had been in that previous interview. As a direct result of his recent clash with Mon O, the color had been drained from the left side of his body. He was accompanied by no fewer than a dozen bees, apparently drawn to him following an encounter with the sinister beekeeper. In short, he's been through a lot this summer, as have we all, certainly. But maybe, and I reiterate, this is my editorial opinion, and not necessarily that of my employers, maybe we should consider granting this selfless soul who has sacrificed so much for his city the benefit of the doubt. Wow, you've been busy out there. A lot of... City to clean up. Yeah, and good job with that. I've been following your progress. Your powers seem to have increased substantially since we spoke last. Do you know anything about elementals or the quasi-mystical objects called totems that provide access to the tremendous power of an elemental? No, but it sounds fascinating. It probably is. I don't know anything about any of that either. Listen, I'm sorry to take you away from your work, but I need some help. You need my help? But you're M-U-C-U-S. God, that really is a terrible acronym, isn't it? What assistance could I possibly provide that your army of secret government agents could not? Well, that's just it. That army, if that's what we're calling them, though I'm a little uncomfortable with those connotations, they're deployed right now. Deployed? Where? Space. Space. Yeah, I don't pretend to understand this, but apparently there's this unfathomable cosmic being called the Voyeur, and as far as I can tell, he peeks into everyone's windows like a pervert, only from space. Anyway, in the course of his gross business, he happened to notice a being of unspeakable evil making its way toward Earth. Unfathomable. Unspeakable. Are you guys just bad at understanding and describing things? So the colonel took every agent he could spare into space to stop this thing. I'm literally the only one here. And you need me to watch the phone? No, I need you to help me take down this doomsday cult on an island in the South Pacific. Well, that's a bit out of jurisdiction. You don't have jurisdiction. You operate outside the law. You make a valid point. Have you ever heard of the Royal Swarm? Can't say that I have. I took down a guy called the Beekeeper once. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything about the cloud of bees, but I know. But no, as far as I know, there's no connection. Until recently, the Royal Swarm was focused on science, robots, death rays, that sort of thing. Wait. Were they the guys who were always interrupting TV shows to threaten to, I don't know, drain the oceans or turn all the clouds into rocks and then make ridiculous demands? That's them. Well, the old them. They recently ousted their original leader, put his consciousness in the body of a toy robot, I heard, and now they're run by a queen. And now they've shifted their focus from death rays to the occult, which is somehow both more stupid and more dangerous. And I think they mean to summon the very evil the colonel went into space to fight. And you think you can stop them? I do not think that. But I think I have a better chance with your help. How powerful would you say this evil was? Off the charts. And our charts are pretty comprehensive. All right. I'm in. Drones of the Royal Swarm, our time has at last arrived! All hail the Royal Swarm! The mighty jewel of summoning is in place! My god, look at that thing! It's putting off almost as much energy as the sun! Now that is a totem. Only it's a type of energy I've never encountered before. It's like pure darkness. Wait, what? 
Nothing. Sorry. Just thinking out loud. Has the sacrifice been prepared? Sacrifice? My god. It's the beekeeper. Good. Serves him right. Are you serious? Once our island has taken its place among the stars, we will complete the summoning ritual and our god will descend upon the worthless planet below! Taking its place among the stars? Oh, this can't be good. I think we're moving. Yeah, we're definitely moving! What? Intruders? Drones! Seize them! And then silence them! Well, here we go. Hey, where are you going? Alright, looks like I'm on my own. I can do this. I trained for this. Who's first? Hey, uh, what? What did you... Oh, that's not fighting fair at all. What was in that needle? Penny, where... Picture yourself in a boat. Oh, God, I've been dosed. The colors. Never understood why hippies went on and on about the colors when they dropped acid. They're amazing. I wonder if I look at my hand, I'll find it as fascinating as they do when I look at it. <laughs> yeah, I sure will. Wow. Hello, Agent Bevilacqua. Colonel? What are you doing here, sir? And, uh, where's your shirt? When you're fighting the primal essence of evil itself, my girl, the presence or absence of a shirt is largely incidental. I suppose I can't argue with logic like that. So how long have I been out? What have I missed? Oh, great deal, as it turns out. Your friend Penny rescued the cosmic power souls away from the Queen of the Royale Swarm. Oh, that's good. Then he proceeded to absorb its power and, in effect, became the very monster we've all gathered here to fight. Dashed ironic, what? That's less good. He started giving the usual speeches about transcending the limits of human comprehension and such. Called the cult insignificant, sent them back to Earth. Uh, to jail, we think. That's good. And now he's sworn to conquer the Earth. I'll save you the trouble. That's not good. Though he claims that it is. Where is he? See that giant shimmering mass of disharmony personified as though entropy itself took human form? No, I... Wait, yeah. Okay, that's him? Got it in one, Gale. Top marks. I should talk to him. No, I shouldn't do that if I were you. We lost a couple of top hostage negotiators just now. They don't know him like I know him. Do you know him? You've met him exactly twice. No, Agent Bevilacqua, it pains me to say it, but... This may be the end of humanity. We had a good run, but... What in blazes? Sir, you are seeing a giant can of Coca-Cola floating above the shimmering mass of disharmony, right? I'm not still under the influence of whatever that wonderful, wonderful drug was. Am I? Well, I can't speak to your later point, but as to the former, I do see a giant object, but it's clearly a cup of tea. Penny Lawson. Who dares? I dare. You were charged with being my herald, with using the extraordinary abilities I granted you to spread the word of my influence to your fellow humans. I mean, yeah, but- Not only did you not do that, but now you are threatening to destroy the very beings I have inspired? Not destroy, conquer! Furthermore, I have spoken with several of my fellow elementals, and it seems you've been busy. They claim you've been selectively defeating their heralds and stockpiling additional totems, incorporating their power 
into your own. Wait, is that what he's been doing? That wasn't really clear at all. I can explain! Very well. Explain. I tried to help people, but, but it was hard. I got hurt a lot, and nobody respected what I was trying to do. So I decided- You decided that since you had power, you could do whatever the hell you wanted. Well, yeah. This most certainly is not what I feel best represents me to humankind. I hereby rescind your powers of caffeination. No, wait, I- Oh, oh God, I'm so tired. Oh. This human will no longer threaten your species. As it has held true for so many other pivotal moments in human history, this moment was brought to you by Caffeine. Wow, that was... That, my dear Regent Bevelacqua, was a day in the life of M-U-C-U-S. Now you've quite a lot of paperwork to fill out in the aftermath of this disaster. And what will you do, sir? What I always do at the end of a successful mission, Agent. Treat myself to a new shirt. To Marks and Spencer! Tales of the Odd was written and directed by Ron Algar Watt. It starred Duncan Bosco, Mark Bosco, Christy Brannan, Brian Lynch, Amanda Smith, Jason Wallace, and Ron Algar Watt. It was produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2017. Marshmallow Pie.